1: Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well,
2: hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, and here we are on Voice America, America's Voice. And today we are talking about money and our attitudes around money in terms of prosperity. My guest is Terry Wilderman. She is a best selling author, speaker, certified success coach. Terry shares her wisdom with, and will really help us with our career and our businesses to create positive results to enhance our wealth. Her career spans over 30 years of entrepreneurship. And she also has been a transition trainer and has trained over 11,000 military personnel. Welcome, Terry.
3: Thank you, Patricia. It is always a pleasure to be on your show.
2: Thank you. All right, you know, money is such an issue. I mean, I I see it with myself, you know, particularly if you're an entrepreneur, you know, if you're a self-starter. You're always worried about, will the client stay? Will the client go? Will this be okay next week? Even with steady clients, you know, it's never a sure thing. Uh, talk about that, Terry.
3: Well, what I know as an entrepreneur, and, and I have shared a lot of the same stuff you just talked about uh, also, Patricia, and what I know is this, is a lot of our... Not a lot. Our outside reality, what happens, what is happening with us on the inside, really uh, from the outside, really starts from the inside. And at first, I didn't want to believe that. And the more I kept studying it and studying and studying it, what I realized is it really is true. And because of that, I love talking about what we can do to vanquish what I call the money robbers. And these are um, things that we learned as a kid growing up. And, And let me explain it a little bit more. When you were a kid, Patricia, what was it? That you heard your parents say a lot about money.
2: For me, um, and we did, and my dad did well. It, it was always a, um, it was always a concern. Mm-hmm. You spent, you're either spending too much, or um, you're not valuing money. It was always, it, it was crit- It wasn't around. Isn't that wonderful? It was like, okay, how much did it cost?
3: Right. Okay. So it ends. So are you similar to that? Do you see yourself? Recreating that in your life, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. exactly. Sometimes and that's what often not happens. Not always. Not always. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what I and I'm with you. I don't always do it because I realized, however, these emotions get stuck in our bodies, and we do find ourselves recreating things. And, we, and you think to yourself, "God, it sounds just like my mom," or I Sound just like my dad," and that kind of thing. And The reality is that your physical world, if you think of a printer, your physical world is a printout of your mental, emotional, and spiritual states. Think about that. So whatever it is that we're putting into the computer, we hit a button and it shoots out. It's the same thing with us. When we get these ideas thrown at us, it gets integrated inside of us and that's what comes out. That becomes the physical. So the key is to get to this place of why is it challenging to attract clients? What is some of the emotional baggage that's there? It may be as simple as Marketing is uncomfortable for you. So why is marketing uncomfortable? Why, are sales, why is selling uncomfortable for you? And what is it about being with people? What are the things that are in your way that are stuck that are keeping you from going to where you want to go? Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, it, it does. I think there's something else at play here with me. And, I, I'm, and the reason I'm sharing it is because I don't think I'm alone.
1: Mm-hmm. And here's
2: what it is. And I've noticed it. I think for me, what happens is when I don't see the movement. So, you know, let's say you have a lot of irons in the fire, and it seems slower, you're not getting responses. And it, it, it even though on the outer, you're not getting responses in the inner, you're doing the work. So what will happen for me is that I will get scared, because I'm not seeing it in the outer. And I'm thinking, uh Oh, everything has stopped. Talk about that, Terry, because I know I'm not alone there.
3: Listen to your words. Uh Uh-oh, everything has stopped. Right. That's what was created. Everything has stopped. The moment we step into that fear place, and oh, by the way, I'm right there with you. I have been right there with you, Patricia, and I get it. And what I've learned is when everything stops like that, it's time for me to take a really good look. At what is it that's going on with me emotionally. And this is doing a deep dive. This isn't just doing surface emotions. This is doing deep dive. What am I scared of? And oftentimes it's scared of being great or it's scared of being successful. Okay? What happens if I am successful? If I am successful, the life that I have now may change. And that really scares the living daylights out of me. Or, you know, did, did, I'm just saying that these are some of the things that, that uh, my clients have, have shared with me. If I really make a lot of money, then people are going to be knocking at my door. If, you know, if this happens, da-da-da-da-da. So what happens is they get so close, so, so close to the finish line, and then getting over that hurdle, it's like, oh, it's easier to stay where we are than it is to break through. Mm.
2: And and sometimes I think and, and I'd like you to address this too, it's just managing that fear that comes up because in yep. the next breath you're okay, but there is a space there. It's I don't know, it's it's almost it's hard to explain. It's almost like you're afraid to fly.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. You fly. And that, and that, that is a fear of success. Thing. Yeah. Being scared to fly is a fear of success. And that's why as a, as a coach, I love being the mommy bird and kicking the people out of the ass and say, go, do this. And, and when they're really uncomfortable doing it, that's when it's the most fun because that's when all of the emotions and all of the feelings and all the stuff that's been holding you back come up to the surface and we can work with it. Uh, it, it, it is That fear of success, it is that getting right there. And oftentimes what I'll find too is that there has been an incident in someone's life where they've gotten so close to what they wanted and they failed. And that fear of failure and feeling that again gets stuck and it keeps being recreated and recreated and recreated and recreated. And I I will share with you that that's actually what happened with me. I had a huge failure early on in my career. And what I, it wasn't until, I want want to say, you know, in in the last couple of years, it became very, very clear that that failure was absolutely key over a 30-year period of influencing my success because I would get so close. And it was amazing how something would happen. Something would happen. Isn't that amazing? And I would end up starting all over again. And it, and, but it wasn't until my own coach was able to help me decipher it. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and, and then right. And then there's the other part of that where you are going for something and you, and you may have an opportunity and you may not. You don't know. And there's the chance that that opportunity might not happen. And then there's the worry, well, if that doesn't happen, where's the next one going to come from? That's another part of that.
3: Well, one of, the, um, one of my coaches created a very lovely image for me. And that was holding an umbrella. That's yellow, sunshine. That has the word opportunities in there. Right. And it's all about standing under that umbrella and attracting opportunities and attracting opportunities and attracting opportunities. And what I know is when I am completely in trust and I truly trust that opportunities are going to show up, they show up in droves. Every time. I am in complete trust. But when I go into fear of where is the next opportunity going to come, it stops. It's the third step in the law of attraction, Patricia, which is the allowing piece. Uh, There's three steps, and you and I have talked about this before. Step number one is identifying your desire. Step number two is giving your desire attention, which you and I are both really, really good at. Step number three is allowing, and that's where all this stuff comes up. That's where the control comes in. That's where the fear comes in. And when we stand under that umbrella of opportunity and just get out of the way and stop fearing, where's the next one going to come, where's the next one going to come, where's the next one going to come, it shows up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It is another, another piece to this, Terry, is um, people who, and I'm in this category, who it's to, like to do. So you're, so when, when you're in activity, you feel like you're achieving. And when you're not in activity, you feel like you're not, which isn't necessarily true because when you're in activity, you're putting it out there and there has to be some time for it to come back to you. So talk about that.
3: Well, my first question as a coach is, are the activities that you're doing the right activities?
2: They might be. Yeah, I think they could be. So
3: are they truly the right activities that are leading you to your true heart's desires? One of the things that I know is that there there are people that I have coached who are in action all the time. And what we found out was they're doing it because they feel they have to, instead of doing the kind of work that they really love.
2: Yeah, now I understand that.
3: So they're in this, I have to, have to, have to, have to, instead of I want to, want to, want to energy. The next piece to that is when there's no activity and it's quiet, what are you doing with that time? Because that is the perfect time to actually be active and going inside. When I say active, I'm talking about going inside, taking a breath, really getting into that solid, intuitive place. And yeah. that, This is what intuitive leaders do. They go in-house. They go inside because all true leadership starts from the inside out. Um, Let me share an example with you that I think you may find interesting.
2: Okay, we've got a couple minutes to break. Go ahead, and then we're going to come back. Go ahead.
3: Imagine a tree, okay, with the roots going down into the ground. If the roots of that tree are diseased, what's going to happen to the fruit of that tree? It won't grow. Exactly. Uh, Or... The, the fruit is diseased. The fruit doesn't feel good. You know, I mean, that doesn't taste good. It's just not good fruit. However, if the tree, if there's a tree next to it, and the roots are healthy, and it's fed, what happens to the fruit? It grows. It grows, and there's delicious fruit that comes out. We're the same way. The roots are our thoughts, feelings, and emotions.
2: Yeah.
3: So. With these roots being powerful as intuitive leaders, when we go inside and listen, we are guided. What happens is we're so busy doing, 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 doing that we're not stopping to listen, which is equally as important, if not more important, in order to drive us to the inspired action we're meant to take
2: yeah that's very good i think we need to talk about that more right after the break terry is okay. dealing with the silence and the pauses because that's as you said when the inner work is done all right you are listening to patricia raskin positive living i'm patricia raskin your host and my guest today is terry wildeman she's a best-selling author speaker certified success coach and today we're talking about money and how does it How do you deal with money, with your attitude? Is it bringing you success? Do you have fear, and how do you overcome that for success? Stay tuned right here on Voice America. America's Voice will be right back.
1: Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
0: Get Real Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This could end up being the best time of your week. Dance
3: Talk Radio has come to Voice America. Join host Tracy Marciniak and her celebrity guests every week for a show that takes you inside the world of dance. What's it like working with stars like Katy Perry and Taylor Swift? The experts share their stories and the -the behind-the-scenes
1: secrets. Plus, inside tips to become a better dancer, instructor, or studio owner. Dance on over to the Voice America Variety Channel every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific for Dance Talk Radio. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. If you wish to call into our program today, please call one 472 5788 That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Well, hello
2: and welcome back, folks. I'm Patricia Raskin. We are talking to Terry Wilderman. She's a best selling author, speaker, certified success coach. And she's been on the program before. Her advice is really outstanding. Today, we're talking about money attitudes, particularly for people in their own business, entrepreneurs, but even if you don't have your own business. You know, so many of us are worried about money. And uh, Terry really believes a lot of this is an inside job. Welcome back, Terry. Thank you, okay, Patricia. Terry, so what are some things we can do inside? Because it's like practicing, you know, to allay our fears or to strengthen our attitudes about we'll be okay, we'll be abundant.
3: Right. Well, one of the things that I've learned that works very well for me is work, uh, when, when interacting with my clients is using energy psychology tools like EFT or NLP. Yeah. Uh, EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Ticket technique, and NLP is for neuro-linguistic programming. And what I've learned with the energy psychology, and why I got certified in it, is it really clears through that energy uh, piece that just holds us back. And where money is concerned, it is such a big, big topic with so many people. And, you know, how do we heal the phrases money doesn't grow, grow on trees. How do we heal uh, the phrases of... That's a big think, one,
2: by the way. That's a big
3: what, one. Which one? Money doesn't money grow does, on trees?
2: Uh, oh, absolutely. I heard that, that a lot. That was
3: the one I grew up with. Money doesn't grow on trees. Yeah. <laughs> and it took a long time to clear that energy out. Yeah. And here's a technique I'm going to share with you. Uh, it's an NLP technique, which is very powerful. Would you like to do it with the listeners? Sure. Sure. So for those of you who have a special phrase, whatever the phrase is, uh, and for you it's money doesn't grow on trees. Okay, we'll, we'll work with that one, Patricia. Okay. We are going to use the energy of the mind, the power of the mind and the heart to dissolve this very quickly. So what I'd like for you to do is get very centered in your chair and allow the chair to support you. Let go and allow your body to be completely supported. Okay. This can be challenging, by the way, for some folks, especially folks who need to be in control a lot. Um, they're constantly holding their bodies very, very tight. I'm asking you to completely release and allow the chair to do its job. It was built to support you. Allow it to do it. And with both feet on, feet on the floor, please put your hand over your heart and just breathe through your hand into your heart and out of your heart through your hand. Just breathe deeply. And this is actually a stress management tool, which I encourage my clients to do every 60 seconds, or every 60 minutes. Just take 60 seconds out to do this. Breathing in and out through their hand into their chest. And as they're doing that, just shifting and really getting into that awareness in your chest. Just getting in there. Now I'm going to ask you to imagine a Christmas tree. And however it is that you see that tree, that is how you see images in your mind's eye. Okay? Everybody sees it a little bit differently. But when I say the words Christmas tree, what is the image that pops up for you? And how do you see it? So just take notice of that. Okay? So as you're breathing deeply into your chest, I'd like for you to take that phrase, whatever phrase is the biggest for you around money, and... For you, it was money doesn't grow on trees. Mm-hmm. And we're going to stick it into an icicle. And we're actually going to turn the words money doesn't go on trees into icicles within the icicle. Okay? And give it energy. On a scale of 1 to 10, how big does that phrase affect you? Is it a 10 where it's highly charged? Or is it a 3 or 4 or 5? Whatever it
2: is. Well, if Just? it's fro- if it's frozen like that, it's only like a two or three. Okay. Well, we're going to freeze it, but we're going to dissolve it. Okay. We're going to dissolve
3: it. So, put it in, and, and I'm glad that it's frozen, because we're going to get rid of this phrase. I'm glad it's only a two for you. Excellent. So, But when it's not frozen, what is it? Six. A six. Okay. So, you're putting that unfrozen phrase... Freeze it up. Okay. Now, I'd like for you to imagine a stove or a match, but a, you know, a stove or a match doesn't matter. And I'd like for you to put it underneath this frozen icicle. Okay. And allow it to melt the icicle. Allow the fire from the match or the heat from the stove. To melt the icicle. Okay. Until it's completely, completely gone. Okay. And now see the water, wherever it is, just dissolve and turn into mist.
2: I can see that.
3: Okay. Nice. Now when I say the phrase, many doesn't grow on trees, how high of a charge is it? Zero. There you go. Okay. And this is just a very simple technique, and it may need to be repeated over and over again uh, a a few times because all of these issues have facets to them, and something else may happen. It will trigger it again. So, But that is just one very, very simple technique that we use in order to clear the energetic baggage that keeps getting in our way, especially as we're just about to grab that baton or, or cross right over that finish line. So as we keep finding these things, these layers, it's like peeling an onion. And that's what we are. You know, We are constantly peeling back layer after layer after layer after layer of all of the emotional stuff that is in our way. And some people may say, well, all you need to do is use the skill set or all you need to do is learn this from a pr- very practical and logical perspective. I'm not going to disagree with them. However, you can be the most skilled person at something. Yet, if you're not finishing what it is that you're skilled at, there's a reason why. Hmm. And that's what we need to get to the bottom to. to,
2: So when you say if you're not finishing, what, what do you mean? Oh, you're saying if you get stuck and you can't finish what you're doing.
3: Yes. And how many of us are constantly, stru- you know, we're very creative. We've got all of these ideas we, and we do, 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 and then it's time to cross that finish line and something happens.
2: But how does, the Terry, how does that relate to money doesn't grow on trees?
3: That's just one of many pieces that get in your way. Because you may be fearful of, and that's a very excellent, excellent question. You may be fearful that you're going to be successful. Uh, Mm -hmm. If indeed that is the case, we need to find out if that's what's going on.
2: And then if you're sick, so let's carry that out. So then if I'm successful, then money doesn't grow on trees and I may not handle money well if I'm successful?
3: No, if money doesn't grow on trees, the only reason I'm, I'm bringing that up is because oftentimes... We hear our father saying that, and it holds us back. It can hold us back. Say, for example, you've only earned $50,000 a year okay, and all you keep hearing is your parents saying money doesn't grow on trees, money doesn't grow on trees, so you don't spend. That can actually get in the way of your success to where you want to go. So it really depends on what the issue is and what the scenario is.
2: Yeah, it, that it, money yeah. doesn't
3: grow on trees. Does I'm not saying that because you have right. this thing in your head that money doesn't grow on trees, you're not going to be successful in a specific project. But if you're constantly starting projects and you're not crossing the finish line, we need to find out why.
2: Yeah, and it could be if that's your mantra, money doesn't grow on trees, that you may not be investing or spending money you need to on something because you're afraid.
3: Absolutely, uh, one of the things that we that I find is that a lot of folks are really scared to invest in themselves, and they are constantly searching for free stuff, free. Um, free coaching, free training, free professional development, free, 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 free. But they're in business for themselves. So who do they attract? They attract clients who also want free, free, free. Yeah, Law yeah. of
2: Interesting, interesting. Yeah. All right, we've got about three minutes left. So, what would you like to leave our listeners with today about money and attitude and success?
3: Money is a tool. That is all it is. It's a tool. A lot of folks dislike rich people. Uh, They dislike people who have money. When they see someone driving by in a real fancy car, they go to a place of jealousy instead of a place of appreciation. The key is that people who have money, the the reason they have it, it could be through inheritance, but the people who have earned it, they know how to manage money. They know that money... Uh, They make their money through investments. They study it. It is a topic. It is a tool. That is all it is. And if you have a lot of money, uh, let's say that you're a holistic practitioner. And I've worked with a lot of holistic practitioners through my own holistic center. And money was always an issue. And one of the topics we would talk about is, If I had a lot of money, I would be able to grow this foundation or be able to grow that foundation or be able to do this and help this. I could feed the poor. I could uh, offer services for free, blah, 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 but they can barely support themselves. So having money will help you to actually create the dreams, not create. It will actually bring to fruition the dreams that you want to make make the world a better place because it's highly spiritual. Money is very spiritual. Very spiritual, and it allows us to do the things that we want to do in the world. It allows us to live in a comfortable place, and it allows us to really make a difference on our terms. Yeah. So when we get past the jealousy, when we get past the envy, and we start to appreciate and take action and learn how to invest, learn how to create passive income learn how to truly manage money, then we're in a really great place. But we have That's to cool. understand the relationship with money first.
2: Right. Thank you so much, Terry. Always enlightening and inspiring. Thank you. All right, tell us your website, please, for people to log on.
3: dot com.
2: All right. My guest has been Terry Wilderman, best-selling author, speaker, certified success coach, awaken, com. Thanks so much, Terry, for being on the program.
3: Thank you, Patricia. It was a joy as always.
2: Yeah, thank you. All right. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be up next uh, with Krista O'Leary right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. I'm Patricia Raskin.